to get real the podcast where garrett elson taj talk about all things reality tv we're back it's the second week of april and we're talking about survivor 42 we're talking about rupaul's drag race season 14 and on our bucket list we will be talking about the biggest loser uh, a reality tv phenomenon on the nbc network i believe yeah um, anyways. I told my mom that we were watching The Biggest Loser for Bucket List this week, and she went on like a 15-minute rant about how terrible it is. <laughs> it's, it's, we'll, 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 get, we'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, how are you guys doing, though? I'm doing very swell. Got my coffee, uh, and that's always nice. Don't talk to me before I've had my coffee. Oh, are we going to do what we're drinking? So Tosh I, has a coffee. How many runs? Coffee. Double those, those squirts. I knew it. Master of squirts. Picky of machines. You never say um, master of squirts ever again. This is the second week in a row. Yeah. Squire of squirts. Ooh. I hate it though. <laughs> the alliteration. <laughs> squa squa. Anyways, uh, I'm drinking a Diet Coke. Not for caffeine, just because I wanted the sweet taste of fake sugar. Mm. I'm also drinking coffee. I went to Starbucks. They put vanilla cold foam on my drink, even though I didn't ask for it. It's so good. I've never had it before. It's so good. good. The the cold brew, like the the salty cream cold brew and all that, like with the cream on it, so damn good. Just give me a cup of that, like please. (laughs) I don't even need the coffee. Just give me the cream. Cold foam has always weirded me out because I heard that it was made from egg whites. Oh yeah, is that true? I heard that too. I don't know. Um, I don't know. They do that in like alcoholic beverages. You'll put egg whites. Cosmos. Not in a Cosmo. I don't believe. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. No, like a whiskey sour. Oh, Cosmo is like, is like, of like, no, yeah, it's pink. It's like cranberry or something. I'm pretty sure you do it. You know what? I'm looking into it. Maybe you do. I haven't had a Cosmo. I don't know. So. I don't know if cold foam but still is made with eggs, but I know I just, it at least used to be. I just can't imagine like the uppity rich women of New York drinking egg white drinks, but maybe like raw egg white drinks, but maybe they do. Um, are you kidding? That's like exactly the kind of thing that they. Would- L.A. They would not New York. New York is different. Mm. LA has more the like, I I will like vegan raw diet, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. New York is more like, give me a, give me, give me a martini, straight, extra dirty. (laughs) This is completely based on the Real Housewives, so like maybe it's not the best (laughs) justification. But, (laughs) um, is there egg whites in Cosmo? Yeah, like looking at some recipes, LA Cosmo vodka, egg white, raspberry. Duke's Cosmopolitan by the Food Network. Grey Goose, cranberry juice, raw egg, white. Yeah, I mean, it does have it. Yeah, it does have it. I don't think it. That's what makes it foamy. I've never. You need to apologize to Taj for clowning on him like that. I just didn't. I thought I'm thinking of something else, like a different drink, because this isn't what I thought a Cosmo looks like either. Like it looks like creamy. Yeah, I. I've never had one. I don't know what it's like, but the well, you don't drink famously. Way. Yeah, you're not 21 yet. 
Exactly. <laughs> and when he turns 21, I'm going to say this again so that we get it beaten into our system. When Taj turns 21, we're having an alcohol podcast and we're watching My Super Sweet 16. Yes. <laughs> so perfect. <that'd> fun. <laughs> Anyways, uh, else bits? Oh my gosh, we're just really going into it. Yeah, okay. We're jumping in. We spent a lot of time talking pre podcast. I feel like we've exacerbated. Exacerbated. I don't want to try to say that word again. We've exhausted our, our like pre, pre-show banter a little bit. Yeah, we talked yeah. for a long time before we actually started. So Talking now, about okay. senior pranks. Bits. Yeah. Elsa's bits. Uh, let me see. Okay, yeah, this was on Monday. So I have a surprising amount of bits about Jojo Siwa this week. She was just really... I truly despise how this you is... think that she is re- reality TV in like that we always talk about Jojo She's Siwa. from Dance Mom! <laughs> I just can't. Like, why is she a main character on this podcast? Because ah. I... Because I like Jojo Siwa. I don't that's that's follow that's her fair. career. Really? Fair. It's Elsa's bits, too. Oh, I have a bit my bits. I don't control Tosh the bits. Has a... Okay, Taj, I... do you want to do your bit first? This is monumental. Yeah. Okay, so Taj never has a bit. Yeah, so he's bitless. I'm gonna read the headline. <laughs> I'll read the headline. I found it on Twitter. Lindsay Lohan is voicing a new Amazon Prime dating show where Brits find love in quotations high school. She's well, lending her voice to a brand new Amazon Prime show, Love Struck High, which sees 15 UK singles reliving their teenage fantasies in a special American high school. I, okay, so it's not like high schoolers dating. Yeah, this sounds. I was like, this sounds so campy. Yeah, they're, they're cosplaying high school in America. Yeah, they're British, so they saw what it looked like. They're like, I want to do that. Where's my red solo cup? And it sounded like reality TV. I can't tell okay. exactly, but it sounds like because it's 15 UK. That singles. sounds like reality TV for sure. Yeah. Okay, this comes out on May 18th. Yeah, love struck high. Who will be crowned prom royalty and win the $100,000 prize? The what? weird thing what? is also, it this says is she's lending her voice. So it's like, she's not going to be a host. She's I think gonna she's going like... to be the like, well, because it's it's British, right? Yeah. And British reality shows are famous for the like narrator. What was that one show we watched with the narrator? The Circle. Bridezilla. The Circle. No, Bridezilla. Bridezilla also has a narrator, yeah. Yeah, it'll probably be like the... She's gonna be like the Michelle Bateau. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be as like or um the guy from Love Island. What's his name? Oh yeah, that guy. Oh, I can't. That we love him. I feel so bad. We love him when we are watching the show. I follow him on Twitter. I've tweeted at him his actual name and said we love you. I think his name's Matt, but I can't remember. Yeah, it is Matt. Matt Matt Hoffman. Matt Matt Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, we love him. We We love Matt Hoffman. We're here. We're here. We remember. Shout out Matt Hoffman. If he um, if he does not make the transfer to Peacock, I'm not watching the show. I'm absolutely. dead serious. I'm boycotting yeah. it if Matt Hoffman's I, not on the Peacock version. I'm right there with you. Okay, that was. But my you bit. can leave Ariel behind. I don't care about that. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. What other Jojo bits Siwa. do I have? Yeah, well, I'm trying to. Siwa. I know. I just said that I had. 
Um, I saw she cut her hair. Yeah, okay. So she, she cut her hair. She got like a very like long on the top, shaved on the sides, like undercut. It looks actually really good on her, I think. Because she's lesbian. Or she's in a woman-loving woman relationship right now. Or oh, wait, no, she's not. They broke up, didn't they? No, they got back together. Okay. Uh, it hasn't been like confirmed, confirmed, but it's like they did. She's entering her <laughs> queer era. We've all had it. I bleached my hair. She cut hers. Elsa had pink yeah, eyebrows at one looks, point. We've all done it looks stuff really, like this. It looks really good. It does yeah, look really good. I got bangs. Taj, you're telling <laughs> us you had a queer era? Taj frosted yeah. his tips. My queera. <laughs> Quera, no. Quera for the straight guy. <laughs> what the fuck? What's happening right now? Um, the other thing <laughs> is that also premiering on Wednesday, May 18th, same day as Love Stark High, um, Jojo Siwa is a judge on So You Think You Can Dance now. I didn't know that that show was still on. I've no. never watched that show. Neither have I. I know what it um, is. But... but it's... It is come oh okay so this says it's part she's part of the show's comeback so maybe it was gone for a while and now it is coming back um yeah so jojo c was a judge on that most recently though yesterday was the kids choice awards and jojo siwa was not invited i did see that also she wasn't invited she no. wasn't she's like one of the biggest like stars for children <laughs> yeah like yeah that's like wow of all time right now and she was not invited to the kids choice awards hosted but, by miranda cosgrove and gronk for some reason but minecraft youtubers were allowed to go were oh my god were they yeah probably yeah i, I, don't know anything I got my it. finger on the pulse I know what it goes. How on. many Minecraft YouTubers do you watch, Taj? Ask me that ten years ago. On I would your have sticky listed, iPad. I would have listed a Name one list. Minecraft YouTuber, Taj. Captain Sparkles. Okay, he's like one of the least problematic. He's like vintage. He's vintage as hell. He's like the he's classic. He's vintage. He's he's he has had a renaissance. He I, yeah. I, he's that guy. He's that guy. Can I pull, is there a veto, my golden power of veto on the, the Minecraft move. conversation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go on to the next bit. Um, What else you got? Ozzy from Survivor came out as bi. Shouts out. Shouts out. I agree we with love- Taj's take on this. Do you want to reiterate what you what, said to what us, What was your Taj? take on this? I was, I mean, I was like, to me, it was just like, made sense it wasn't like crazy it does yeah i just like read it and i was like okay like that's fine like i don't know i okay i need to i'm can i say the other joke that you said you can say the joke yeah okay taj said he'd be more surprised or he'd be like it'd be shocking or funny or whatever i don't remember exactly the wording but if boston rob came out as non-binary i have literally (laughs) literally sat with that joke for days now and I cannot think of anything, like any like pun- punchline or joke I can make off of that joke because it just d- is so incongruent. Like I cannot place Boston Rob and non-binary in the same spaces in my head. Like they clash. They cl- like I've been trying to come up with like a joke. Like we're <laughs> like Boston Rob's like, hey, it's going the best of me, man. Like I can't do it. Like I cannot hey, find. Hey, Amber, I'm a non-binary. <laughs> 
I want it to happen. I'm I'm rooting for him. POV. POV. For them. Okay, no, but the yeah, thing about Ozzy coming out that is honestly like the the actual like bit is that since he came out as a bisexual, all he's done has been essentially tweeted like Republicans, are you mad? Like Good. that is all <laughs> he's tweeted. I love it. Then, which is hilarious have me. you watched season 34 the like no. or specifically the live reunion <laughs> he goes <laughs> i want to find the clip but this point where jeff like this is because season 34 was either filmed or aired in 2016 or 2017 so right around trump being elected right and jeff goes to ozzy and says something like ozzy what was it like playing for a fourth time and ozzy was like it's hard, man. You can't trust anyone. Like, we can't trust the people that we vote into office. <laughs> he goes on this fucking rant about it. It's so funny. And Jeff's like, ah, go to break, go to break. It's very funny. It's very funny. Ozzy is such an icon. Because <laughs> he's also really dumb. Like, his heart's in the right place. But when he speaks about these things, I don't think it, it sounds right. Like, it doesn't yeah. sound eloquent. It just sounds like he's heard these things and he knows in his heart what he believes but he has a hard time connecting his mind to his <laughs> mouth um another bit new season of the circle comes out on may 4th will we finish the whole season so nope. far we're will i start it yeah probably not yeah i will probably start it and decide if the characters are worth continuing to watch because it's really hit or miss. I I think the only t- actually I think the only time we finished a season of The Circle was an episode that we didn't air. Yep. We didn't really we didn't release it. We, and the I think first recorded, season that we watched before we had the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I think we recorded like two or three episodes about I think it was the second season with Denisa, but they never aired. I just straight maybe up just we'll didn't talk watch about it. it. You guys watched okay. the second season. I just didn't. Yeah, you and don't then, need to. We'll see. It's, it's like, yeah. it's like, honestly, there's moments that are really funny. Like the only thing I can like think of that was like hilarious recently was when Jack couldn't do the makeup on the, the doll and got called out for being Emily. Um, but like I don't know, the show is just boring to me. Like it just doesn't have. Yeah. It's missing like something for me, and I can't. It just it's boring. I don't know. Maybe yeah. watch the first episode. We'll see. Like there's we'll not see. even a chance of like a fight, ever. Yeah. <laughs> because they like, <you> just can't. <laughs> That's why I don't mind it because I it makes me very <laughs> uncomfortable to watch people fight. I I don't even. Like, I do like fighting, obviously, but I don't like fighting just for the sake of fighting. That's why I can't watch, like, I didn't really like Bad Girls Club, for example, because that literally felt like they were like, okay, they would just like fight, just yeah. fight each other now. Like, I like when it feels like they should be fighting naturally based on the story. And I feel like the circle, like, Survivor does a really good job of like natural, organic frustrations with each other. Um, you know, Sandra versus Johnny Fairplay, I can get loud too. What the fuck? Iconic. Um, but um, anyways, go ahead. Garrett has a bit about a new Netflix show called Old Enough. 
It's not new though. It's from it's 2013. Not? What? I thought it was new also, but it just got added to Netflix and for some reason has been making like the circles of like, you know, all I the literally, internet places have been showing this. Program. I had never heard about this until Garrett brought it up to me a half hour ago, but I literally just opened Twitter and the first tweet on my timeline is about this show. I'm telling you. Okay. It has the, it is just insane. So it is from 2013. There is one season of it. Um, it is a Japanese reality show that was recently added to Netflix where they send children ages two to four to run errands by themselves for their family. And they just video what happens. What? And so it's like That's- a show about like three-year-olds going to the grocery store and then like dropping the, I, I watched a clip of a kid like dropping and spilling the fish all over the sidewalk and he's like looking around like what do i do and then he just picks up the fish and puts them back in the cooler so it's literally just a show about kids running errands that's so cute (laughs) but so funny (laughs) and like it has that like japanese game show like soundtrack to it yeah but it's very like like upbeat (laughs) like (laughs) that's it's just i just can't believe this is a show like i really can't we, I don't think we need to watch it or anything. Maybe I'll watch it and come check back in. But I just wanted to talk about <laughs> that it exists. Oh, we need to watch that. I would like to watch an episode. <laughs> okay, we can watch an episode for next week and talk about it. I don't think it's no, gonna take long I to talk about. No, I picked the show for next week. It's not going to take long to talk about. It's be a bonus. No, it's a bonus. No. We only have two shows. Why are you like this? We did. Is it cake the same way? Okay, maybe. Um, my last thing is that this isn't really a bit, but I just thought it was funny. Um, apparently in, um, her shows, uh, Liv Lux from season 13 of Drag Race plays the guitar, and I just think that's really funny. She posted I mean, a video way too long to realize who you're talking about. I forgot about her. She posted a video of herself playing guitar, which is, I didn't know anybody who wasn't white knew how to play the guitar. I, I don't a know keytar, the demographics of guitar players. Yeah. A guitar feels inherently like. I don't know. It feels kind of jazzy to me. The guitar feels like, like goofy. Like, keytar I think of. sounds like a Pokemon. It does. Kitar, kitar. Kitar. When I think of kitar, I think of Ryan Gosling in La La Land when he's doing like the '80s cover band and he's playing the kitar. I think of the Hex Girls. Oh, dude. Ooh, the Hex Girls. I think one of them has a kitar. Is it Thorn? The main. The Hex Girls. No, dude. Just. Need need me a hex girl, bro. Need me the main hex girl. Yeah, yeah, she does have a guitar. It's a double guitar. Is it Thorn? It's the one with the red head. The like, wait, the black hair or the oh, the, the oh, like okay. ginger? Okay. Dusk. I don't care. No, Luna. I think she's Luna. Lead she's singer's Luna. the baddest one in there. If we're doing if we're doing the Hex Girls podcast, I could talk about that for hours. Because <laughs> I'm a, I literally. No one at my work knew who the Hex Girls were. Thanks. And I had the Hex Girls song stuck in my head for a whole day. And I kept singing it. And they were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, the Hex Girls. And they're like, who's the Hex Girls? And I was like, I 
you guys get mad that I make you feel old, but then you just act so old. So I don't know what the fuck to do about it. You know what I mean? Which song? They have two, they have two good songs. They have I'm a Hex Girl and I'm going to put a spell that on you. One. And they also have Earth, Wind, Fire in Air. It's Rain. Is it? I don't remember. It's Earth, Rain, Fire and Air. Okay. Yeah. Earth. Man. Fire. Why would it be earth, wind, fire, and air? <laughs> I don't know. Do wind twice? <laughs> I don't care. Now I'm thinking about the hex girls. Hex they're, they're, girls. they're really good. We love the hex girls. They're yeah. such a vibe. The they're girls. such a vibe. So- hex girls, if you want to come on our podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Can I go on a tiny little tangent real quick? Sure. There is an app that is. Um, seems to be growing in popularity i've seen it on tiktok a few times and now i have some friends who got me to download it they're kind of coming for our brand is it be real it's be real yeah yeah i was talking to garrett about this because some of my friends have it and i just i'm i feel old because i'm like i don't want another social media platform i actually don't mind it it is a very like low impact low commitment social media like i have twitter instagram snapchat and that's all i need i don't mind i, I would don't trade mind snapchat for tiktok and i, I have, TikTok. I have to scholar. throw in reddit there because i'm a i'm a true redditor reddit, yeah, is, run, think- reddit is run by two groups ridiculously straight men and the queers <laughs> like there's so many gay people on reddit i'm not even joking taj like the rupaul's drag race subreddit is so <laughs> popping because the gays run that shit so well same with the bravo real housewives subreddit pop in anyway. i believe it i was in a discord call with someone yesterday who said not to sound like a dweeb but i found this article on reddit and it made me laugh so hard i know <laughs> Reddit's not bad. Reddit's honestly. good. I don't know why people hate it. It's just the, Reddit's not the bad. stigma. I think that in general, I don't understand why anyone hates a specific social media in that way. Because it doesn't make sense to me. It's like any social media can have all types of people. Like there is yeah. horrible conservative people on Twitter and Reddit and Facebook. They're everywhere. <laughs> Same with the other side of the coin. You know what I mean? Like you can find any community you want. I like Reddit because it's organized by like topic. Yeah, yeah, I'm on I'm on R slash nice. Hex Girls. So <laughs> good choice. Good choice. <laughs> NSFW. <laughs> oh. That does not surprise me. Okay. That does not surprise me at all. Okay, let's more, move on. You got more bits? <laughs> no. Uh the only other bit that I kind of have is not reality TV related at all. So no. Okay. okay. Talk about Survivor. Talk about our damn shows. Okay. Yeah, oh, but the, the point of my tangent was that, hey, be real. If you want to oh, yeah. sponsor us, we have a lot of things in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could we could make something work. Get Namely the word real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what we have in common. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. My transition Anyways. word of the podcast today. Anyways, yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, what do you think of this episode? Survivor. This was a fitting end to Daniel Strunk's arc on the show uh, i'm happy he's gone but i'm glad he was here that's yeah. how i feel he kind of like yeah i think we had like a good take on him maybe preseason. 
I mean, we, we were like kind of <laughs> expecting not to like him, but like the way of like dudes who will probably flame out. And I think in the first episode, we're like, oh, maybe we, we, we judged him pretty differently. Yeah. But then like, it just happened. <laughs> He's been getting a lot of hate online. And I don't, I don't like, I don't think so. Contestants I, I, get hate yeah. at all. It's just yeah. annoying. Um, I liked but, it. Like, I, also I would not hate he, on him. I also think he played poorly. So there's that. He did. Yeah. I do. I did think it was so funny when he was talking about how, like, you have to separate the game from real life. And he essentially was like, yeah, Mike and I are going to be friends forever. And Mike was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Daniel's just his lack of like he's not self-aware he's one of those people who like absolutely like can study every single detail of this show but because they don't have self-awareness they will never be successful um because I think it's also partially like um he just doesn't ever consider the fact that things will not be interpreted the way that he wants them to be interpreted You'd think as a lawyer, he'd be better at understanding that, but you're totally right. Yeah. yeah. Like, because he's doing all these things and you can, t- at least I can tell that he thinks he is pulling things off. Yeah. Like when, when, whenever this was last week or the week before, when he threw Chanel under the bus and then was surprised that she yeah. was upset with him after that. Listening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, listening to his exit press he is like simultaneously doing a thing that i'm sure we've all experienced before where he's like saying oh totally i definitely screwed up and then trying to like explain why his screw up makes perfect sense and like it clearly wasn't a screw up because he was like well if you think about it it actually makes total logical sense that i didn't because he was basically trying to like justify why he came out and told hi that he wasn't going to go to rocks right away. But then I was like listening to him talk and I was like, dude, nothing you're saying is making any sense right now. <laughs> like I'm hearing you speak this and I'm, I'm glad that you have a head cannon that this makes sense. It does not make sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> Poor Daniel. He's just the kind of p- player who has seen every season and he's like, Oh, um, Boston robbed it this way. Kim did this. I'm going to do that. Why didn't it work? It's like, cause that's not how the show works. That's not how the game works at yeah. all. The game is not, it is not formulaic like that. It is not, if I do this, then this will happen. That is not how Survivor works. It is sort of like that, but it is not so cut and dry. Like it's not, if it was, then everyone would know how to win. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't work yeah. like that. Yeah. So it seems rest like those, in peace, Daniel Strunk. <laughs> it seems like those types where it's like, oh, I'm a lawyer. Oh, I'm a, I'm a therapist. Oh, I'm a school. T- like I know how to work with people. It never seems like it works out for them yeah i would say so. yeah yeah the um, people who come in so hot are always the people who flame out the fastest mm-hmm. another thing that happened this episode was we got the conclusion to the potato gate tori did not find the beware advantage it was a bait and switch by the editors and uh drea actually found the beware advantage you want to know what i just realized so part of the the idol drama, not with the Dre and Tori stuff, but specifically with Mike, Mike had a big bit about how 
he was gonna maybe just not say anything about having his advantage until yeah. the merge when the idol would just become active if he had waited for one more thing then no one would know that he had it that's true but he wouldn't have had a vote to vote out daniel oh that's true which then oh yeah because it because then i think he more did it to get his vote back True, 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 true. Because then it would have been 2-2. It could have been 2-2 Chanel and Daniel versus High and Lydia to try to reflip the tribe, basically. True. That is so... I totally forgot about that. But speaking of Mike... Oh, yeah. I we didn't even talk about... I literally lost my mind watching him say the phrase. It was yes. the funniest fucking thing. It... I have not seen anyone oh. talk about it online. I don't know why. For some reason, this did not catch people's attention the way it caught my attention. But it was Mike, wacky. It was the least, <laughs> the least elegant way of introducing. Like I was like, like Drea did it pretty well, kind of like yeah, incorporated into the story. And then Mike just goes, "Hey Jeff, there's such grace." <laughs> like out of nowhere, and then he says it like four times. Like it's like he's like trying to type the password and it's like failing and he thinks he needs to like try different like phrasing until like magically an idol will appear in front of him unlocked like in a video game <laughs> but he kept saying it like it wasn't working i was like mike you said it that's enough you're drawing so much attention to this now like it, why are you saying this so many times it gave me like valedictorian speech energy <laughs> Like, he wasn't, like, saying a sentence. He was, like, fully presenting a concept. <laughs> right. I, I'm i going to, like, I don't think you're going to do this again because everyone know, will know about, like, the, the phrases and stuff. But I, I have so much fun when they all say it. Like, I really, like, last season was so awesome when the series said it. And, like, yeah. this season, like, I felt, like, a sense it of, like. fun. I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, I don't know. I was excited. I think it's a good twist. I think it's a successful twist for the show. Saw a tweet that I honestly thought was really smart and would be so funny of people doing like an I'm Spartacus kind of thing with the phrase so that nobody knows who on the tribe has it. Oh, where like everyone says the phrase. Oh, like everybody on the tribe says the phrase like um so nobody knows who actually like said the phrase like oh, oh captain my captain i, I, I don't know what that means like if you haven't yet... seen dead poet society i haven't seen no that. what the hell's wrong with you two go watch that movie it is a great movie no. it's on my list it's incredibly sad but it's a very good film it's on my list at no, the end of the movie list. something happens like that i'm not gonna give it away Yo, yeah I've seen the SNL malice. sketch. Yeah, I showed you guys that in, in farce because it's one uh, of my fa- all-time favorite sketches. It's so funny. But that's a, I do think that's a good idea. Like, if Marianne said the mailbox thing and then, like, someone else said the mailbox thing, so, like, Jonathan and then whoever else. Yeah. Like, very interesting. I mean, but it would be interesting for sure. I guess that just, like, diverts so much attention then onto you guys. Um, Drea got the episode title I'm Survivor Rich. She has so much stuff. She's loaded she does. up. Yeah. I don't understand why she's not a bigger target. Um, because that tribe is a mess. Like, literally Facts. a mess. <laughs> Facts. 
<laughs> like no between, <laughs> between Romeo and Drea, I think they're just trying to keep something together, like keep Roxroy happy. And Tori already said this episode that she's flipping. So like they're kind of screwed. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Oh, can we talk about historic merge? Completely even tribes, two men, two women from each tribe. And they ruin it with some bullshit. And they'll ruin it with wait, some bullshit. Wait, wait, what? This merge, the three tribes are all completely even, have four people each, and each tribe has two oh. men and two women. Which that's is the cool. first time that's ever happened. Really? Neither of those things have ever happened. Yeah, crazy. Huh. That's pretty cool. Uh, I guess because Jackson left, right? Yeah. It Usually, but we... Out. We so would have like, probably had another I episode pre-merge. Yeah. We still yeah. would have had well, weren't there there probably still would have been two eliminations the first episode if Jackson hadn't gone home. Oh yeah, that's what would have happened. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, that's you're, what right, you're right. The, in the first season or in 41, it was two two tribes that went to tribal. They would have done the same thing. Yeah. Um I I wish we got to see this play out naturally. But there's gonna be some hourglass esque thing. Yeah. Because remember, next week's two hour episode, so at least yeah. we won't have a cliffhanger. I'm confident of that. Love. But I don't love the hourglass twist. No, it's. So, I don't think. I hope it's different. It. Even I if there's still different. an hourglass, I hope that it's just different. I hope they flip it instead of smashing it. <laughs> yeah. Because that's still yeah, just that's it drives true. me up the wall. <laughs> you're not um, turning back time. You're just breaking time. I mean, that's actually a it. really true way of looking at it. Because they didn't go back in time. They said that didn't actually happen. Now this happened. I broke time. Sorry. <sighs> um. Anyway, we're changing the rules. This is a big episode I... for. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say I think smashing an hourglass is a little more cinematic than definitely. Yeah. This Flipping isn't your it. grandma's survivor. Flipping this is it, new era. Flipping it would be just like the equivalent of like, it's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's chocolate. True. Yeah. Um, this is a big episode for Lydia, is what I was going to say. Um, oh, yeah. She had like a lot of moments and she had her like journey on the, up the mountain and she had to talk about um, her struggles with body image and like how that was like a a concern for her coming on the show i really loved this moment i think mm-hmm. i didn't expect it which i kind of ex- tend to expect a lot of the stuff from survivor these days especially after 41 i was like everyone kind of has like a quote unquote story you know like yeah, back, yeah. backstory thing um i liked that lydia's was a little bit more like um what's what i'm looking for a little bit more like broad like spectrum it's not like a specific like instance in her life it's more like a it's like personal general, like personal yeah. thing that she yeah. deals with which and is like a lot more it's a lot more relatable yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. it's not something that's like a tragedy it's more just like personal struggle i guess yeah yeah so, which right. is both are both are interesting and compelling to watch on tv for different reasons i think we love lydia and mm-hmm. i've seen just like such an outpour of love for Lydia since this episode aired from past survivors of just like um there was one was it Angelina that would someone who we talk about 
about all the time just like (laughs) tweeting at how like how much she related and how she went through like a similar journey on survivor about like how just like essentially being in your underwear 24 7 is just like a little freeing in that way yeah yeah angelina is the bb20 of this <laughs> survivor yeah because we just we bring up every week because uh, we do we an always icon. talk about and it happens I every time i still, yeah. I still haven't yeah. even seen her season she's literally like a top 25 survivor character potentially which maybe not, not, maybe not that's maybe, maybe top 50 top 40, 50 or 30 37 oh, 37 my bad david versus okay. goliath it's on netflix i will I'm gonna we write, also write it down. all have Paramount Plus it. without ads. True. <laughs> you can watch it in two places. It okay. I have a bone to pick with Paramount Plus with no ads because yes, it does. Oh, in the beginning, it was like a 20 second. In the beginning, it always had to ads for yeah. Paramount Plus. Yeah. Girl, why are you showing me ads <laughs> for a service I am currently using? <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel when I go to AMC and I have to listen to Cole Kidman talk. Oh for five my god. I usually don't go to AMC, and so, like, whenever I do, and I'm like, let's go movie time, and I'm like, how long is this thing? It's honestly, it's crossed a line for me where it has become hilarious. Like, it went from being really annoying to now I'm, like, it's uh, kind of camp. Now it's campy. Yeah, I love it. And, like, here, heartbreak feels good. (laughs) I was like, no, it fucking doesn't, Nicole Kidman, but I love you. I I just, I don't know. Every I time I miss- see those little okay. high heels walking through the the puddle, I'm like, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> I just miss like well, the I... Coca-Cola one where it shows like just like little clips of like B-reel of like yeah. people in it. And then there's the dudes that's like get scared through the fuck. Yeah, I love the I guy that's that. scared. Yeah. <laughs> I miss him. Have I talked about the guy at the um how at my local movie theater? It's a, called a galaxy. They play this like local lawyer commercial have i talked about this before no i don't think oh my so God. it's so fucking funny i am gonna find this commercial for you guys but if you go to a movie at monroe theater galaxy they <laughs> play this commercial where it's like this really bad like youtube video from like 2008 and it's the songs like if you want to file for divorce or you need help you're gonna want to call my gallagher you're gonna want to call my gallagher and it like has this be real of like families like playing with the children but like the worst filmography i've ever seen <laughs> and i've watched same... this i've watched this so many times they kept it for like 10 years for some reason <laughs> i don't understand that has the same energy as that video that's like east hill yes yes same school. same energy same energy as that backpacks backpacks come get your backpacks backpacks. (laughs) boots and pants and boots and pants Uh, you haven't seen that video tosh no okay well you need to watch oh my god that's an iconic in that i think it was it got big because it was on the important videos it was yeah oh do you know what that is no tosh what i'm disappointed in myself that you don't know that i think it's just an age thing it is not an age (laughs) it's not you were fully in college or at least i was fully in college when that was like circulating i feel like okay we'll get to it later anything else about survivor Uh, i I feel like there was what's our winner's pick 
Romeo had a good episode too. We talked about his pageant stuff. No, we, okay. We didn't even talk about Chanel voted for Mike. Yeah, we don't know why. <laughs> yeah. My guess, and maybe you said this to me, Garrett. I definitely read it that. I feel like the votes this season have been like crazy. I feel like we've gone ties like multiple times. There's been something in, the, in an array. You know, if, like, very... if you don't count their like initial vote, like if you only count the revotes as the like elimination vote, no one has voted on their own elimination this whole season, which has oh, never happened before. The people who have really? haven't voted because everyone's gone home either from the shot in the dark, being pulled from the game, or on a revote, which means they don't vote because they were. That's really? insane. Yeah, that's crazy. This is very, very like th- these people came to play. Can I propose a hypothesis for why I think Chanel voted for Mike? Yes, yes. I think that Pi, what was it? Like, Hi told Chanel that they were splitting the votes or that they were doing all on Mike. And lied to her instead of like, because obviously, why would he tell her that they were splitting the votes? And so, or not Mike, Daniel. And so she was worried that if Daniel used an idol and he voted for her, then she would go out. Yeah. So she put one vote on Mike instead. The Devin Pinto. I don't know what that means, but maybe. Devin famously did this move in 35 and saved himself. Uh, I do think that's what I do think that's what Chanel did. I think that Chanel thought that they were all voting for Daniel and then realized that if Daniel is safe, his vote would be for Chanel. And then she wanted to counteract that with a Mike vote. But I honestly don't see a world in which on the next revote, she doesn't just go home over Mike. Well, I don't think it would have saved her, but it's a good, good try. Mike had the idol, so maybe they wanted to flush the idol. That's fair. That could be a that could be a thing. Well, anything, anything else? I don't have any more Survivor stuff. No. All right, let's move no. on to Drag Race. Like guys, ba, 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 ba. what the hell? RuPaul <coughs> really the has the audacity to not send someone home again. Why are it's we a, double? It's a joke at this point. I think it's so campy and stupid that they just don't send anyone home in the season. Like, no, I don't think it's campy. I just think it's stupid. The, I'm uh, Angeria so should have gone home. Angeria should have gone home. She hasn't done yes, anything I agree. in weeks. I agree. I think Angeria should have gone home, not necessarily based on track record or whatever. I do think that she's a little bit weaker in the performative things, and that's been consistent throughout the season. But just based on the lip sync, I think Willow ate it up. And I think Ingeria kind of served it like lukewarm. Oh, I thought the lip sync was nicely. great. It was a good song. I thought it, was, I thought it was good, but I think that Willow had like a better vibe. Yeah, I can for see it. I thought they both kind of just like gave up in the lip sync on like competing and made it just fun. Like they were having fun with each other, which yeah. for me made yeah. it really fun to watch. I, I, okay. Yeah, this Okay, yeah, to better illustrate my point. I agree. I think that 
it was only as fun as it was because Willow was engaging with Angeria and not because Angeria was choosing to engage with Willow. I think that, like, we know that there is, like, rigory in the drag race world. I think that the reason, like, I don't think that, okay. They pick their, like, contenders. Like, we know this, like, that they have, when they cast a season of 14 girls, there's probably only six of them and maybe, like, less than that that they actually see winning, like, the producers of the show. Yeah. Yeah. that's unfortunate, but that's the case like with lots of these shows. Like, and that's not to say that like they're purposely casting people to be bad, but it's more like who's going to fit. They know the show, they know the challenges that they're going to be having that season. And I think they already can kind of see who's going to do well. I think what they did not calculate for is Diabetti being the definition of the N in charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Nerve. She is that bitch. And she has literally fought her ass. Yeah. She has made RuPaul make this a top five because she is not like, and what t- tells me that, and this is something I was getting at earlier. I don't think, I think I see two winners now. I think it's either Willow or Lady Camden because they didn't even fucking know that Diabetti had diabetes until the last yeah. episode of the show. The hosts do not give a shit about her. Like, they, how can you not know that? Because yeah. Willow's story has been pretty, like, yes, Willow's sort of, like has articulated been... for, like, since the beginning. To the judges, even. Like, yeah. they know. It's insane to me that it took until the last episode for them to ask, are you, diab- are you actually diabetic? Like, if they liked her, they would have asked her that in episode one. And they would have had a running j- gag over the whole season of making cheeky diabetes puns like they did but, in this episode someone made a joke about a jab and i was like yeah that would have been a re- recurring joke if they had addressed it earlier and like made her a contender but that also it's not like they just were like unaware they clearly because dia said that she was diabetic in the first episode but yeah. was that to, was that to us or the judges though i don't know to us I think it was us, but it's not like it seems incredibly unlikely that if something like that were to come up, I don't know if she even, she might've even said it in her entrance. Maybe she didn't. I think she told it in her, like in a confessional to us. Yeah. And it seems incredibly unlikely that if that came up, that Rue wouldn't know. Well, that's unless she was like really not caring to pay attention that's kind of my point is like they didn't choose to produce that storyline at all like they didn't pull on that string like they did with willow like willow was very open and upfront about her struggles and they incorporated that into the whole season i'm not saying that's the same thing but like it just kind of feels like they didn't care as much about diabetes and she said no you're gonna give you're gonna care about me watch this bitch and she did it and that's kind of why i stand like i was like really love diabetes all of a sudden yeah yeah her saying that she's had to hide an insulin pump in every single look yeah which i had no idea well go off queen and a mic pack they all have to hide a mic pack but that means that the mic pack spot can't be where her insulin pump would go. 
Like yeah. that makes it twice as hard, I think. Like you already have yeah. to hide a big bulky thing. Now you have to hide a second big bulky thing on your body. She's definitely like really just like a sleeper pick. Like no one she expected for this. Sure like- I did. I I was a diabetic fan from the second I saw her and then she got eliminated but then I got her back (laughs) she I think she changed her makeup a little bit because I do agree there was like a certain challenge where she looked a little bit like crystal method yeah but I think it's the eyebrow she really has like gone into like this 20s kind of era 40 40s like the thin eyebrow the like kind of bob haircuts um that really works for her I think it's like but it's punk mixed with like a like early housewives aesthetic it's very cool I thought the crystal method for me at least and transparency this is someone who has not seen crystal method seen season I have not seen it but I thought it was that the inner eye like white thing that she's like and I feel like that I don't know if she made it like smaller or something about it also her lip definitely makes it less crystal method she started doing this like really bitchy lip that i fucking love it's like really small it's kind of like the um the queen of hearts in alice in wonderland where they like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. purposely don't paint the outside of her mouth so it makes her have this really like bitchy look yeah you're right and i love it it looks so good on her um i don't know daya has just become like a I like that she wasn't afraid to just call people out how, how she felt without really being mean about it. Like, she wasn't trying to be mean. She was kind of being honest, like, why the fuck are you still here, basically? <laughs> and I don't know. I just, I live for her. Anyways. Yeah, though, I, I love Diabetty. I, I think that. I don't know if I want a Lady Camden win. I, I think Will is going to win. I really feel very strong that Will is Everybody. Literally every single, because they, at the end of the episode, were like, tweet your opinion. Hashtag team mm-hmm. Lady Camden. Hashtag team Willow Pill. I have literally only seen team Willow Pill. I have I, been, like, I know Willow is on my my team, but, like, since the beginning, I've been, like, pushing for Willow. Like, she's always been mm-hmm. my pick. Besides, Yeah, Carrie. we love, I would, honestly, I think no matter what, I will be happy with whoever wins. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just think this is such a, we've just been like totally spoiled with well-casted seasons so far this year. True. Yeah, we really have. I mean, with honestly, reality TV Survivor, has been bomb this year. Yeah. It has. It's been really good. It's really good. I'm living. I'm hoping for a really good Big Brother cast. Like, yeah. I think they... They got halfway there last season with like pretty much a baseline of people who are not like super problematic besides like Brent maybe uh, and Frenchie. But even then that was like kind of nipped in the bud. Now we need people who are messy. Who's <laughs> like Brent? Is it Brent or Brett? I think it was Brent, Brent, the flight attendant guy. Oh, Brent oh, <laughs> Champagne. Or oh, that was Brent Champagne. <laughs> You're totally right. Yeah, yeah. I just okay. remember him being a flight attendant and having the stupid lines. It's like, I'll see the exit to the Big Brother house is here and here. And yeah, stupid stuff like that. So next week is the reunion, and then it's the finale. Yeah, okay. which I hate that they do that. Yeah, 
Illinois. I get why, because like no one would probably they'd get way less ratings on the reunion if they did it afterwards. But like, I th- I wish they would do it like back to back or something like that. Like Survivor. Yeah. Like put the reunion the hour before the finale or something, and it's like and now the Drag Race finale. And feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm saying this because I'm pretty sure Taj doesn't know. And maybe they don't do this for the regular show, but they did do it for the last season of All Stars. They record all the queens winning, and then they, uh, the queens don't find out who wins until it actually airs. Yeah, they do that. Except it won't be all the queens. It'll probably be the final two. Yeah. Or final three, depending on how the how it works out. But there'll certainly be some people eliminated, and then they'll whoever's in the final round, like the, the last judgment that Rue has to make, they will film it happening to both or all of the queens that Weird. are so because they don't want to spoil it will get spoiled. Yeah. Like that makes sense. They used to have like live audiences, like huge, like it was like like the gayest thing I've ever seen. It's like the drag race finale. I, I used to love watching it was like my favorite part of seeing all these like queer celebrities and like just people going crazy on this huge audience and like the stage. It's so extravagant. Like it's really fun. I really liked last season where they had, it was like kind of like a drive-in. That was really fun too. That <laughs> the was season fun. 12 is the worst one because that was like, they, they filmed the finale while the show's airing also. Like, oh, they filmed it like a couple weeks ago. Um, Because it's like, it's, it gives the queens time to like reflect on the season and also prepare for like their finale performance or whatever and like outfits and stuff like that. So, it was filmed, I think, like a week or two ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Interesting. I don't where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Oh no! Cool. Season twelve. In season twelve, they couldn't do that because it was COVID. So they had the queens film it in their homes, <laughs> like, and it's it's so Yikes. low budget looking, but also kind of iconic. Like Crystal Method, like vomits and like out of a bird's mouth that she puts on her face. It's it's a whole thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, any more? I need to like buzz myself every time I say "anyways" this episode. Anyways, this we can move on. Let's talk <laughs> about the biggest loser. Stuff? I'm uh, as we feel about most shows by the time they're over. I'm I am kind of ready for the season to be done. Yeah, me too. Me too. But I wouldn't feel this way if we hadn't had so many non-elim episodes. Yeah, like three. It would be over by now if we didn't yeah. have this. Yeah, I am. Anyways, let's talk about the biggest uh, loser. We watched season seven, episode yes! one. I this was a wild wanna, show. I want to. I have a thing. I just want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We might come out here and say that this show is very entertaining, very fun to watch. However, for me personally, I do not endorse this show. Yeah, I I think we can agree with that, yeah. Yeah. There is a huge, it is so, and maybe it's different now, because I don't know if you guys know this, but they rebooted it a couple years ago, and it's airing again. When is it coming out? I thought it ended in 2020, so is it coming back again? No, so it was, um, it ran from 2004 to 2015, or 2004 to 2016, sorry, ended. 
They brought it back in 2020. They brought it back in 2020? Um, yeah. And is it coming back again for season 19? It's It's been airing since 2020, I think. Again. Oh, Maybe really? they took well, a little bit of time off because of COVID. I'm guessing they probably filmed the 2020 season in 2019. Yeah. The last season premiered on January 28th and ended on March 31st. Um, of 2020 of 2020 so i don't know if they're still filming it like a, um one after that like i don't know if they've gotten the 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 um what's the machine back up and working after the covid shutdown it, it doesn't look like they filmed like a covid season interesting but now yeah now it airs on the usa it's um different I actually think that there is like a version of this show that isn't super problematic, but I yeah. think the, I don't want to say problem because it's like, it's uh, problems the wrong word, but more like the reason why that's not a thing is because it takes, it would be like more boring. I think like, yeah, this is I so mean, like chaotic and like, maybe- I think that's part of why it's problematic. But, I yeah. would think that the 2020 season is a lot different and like healthier yeah. because the big issue with the original version of the show is that like they are like working these people to the bone they're like given a huge calorie deficit diet where they're eating like oh, a thousand calories a day like super unhealthy people are like passing out which shows like really good results in this kind of format like for a weekly yeah like competition reality show where like your goal is to drop a bunch of weight but that's not sustainable like i it's been said time and time again that like the people who go on the biggest loser like gain a lot of that weight back because yeah. it's a lifestyle that's really hard to maintain on your own and it's super super discouraging for people who are not on the biggest loser who don't have this crazy like mm-hmm. trainers super specific like diet plan because when you're watching like this first episode we watched the first episode of season seven people are losing anywhere from like 15 to 35 pounds in a week and like that is just not attainable for the average person if you are just like working out and trying to eat healthy on your own like it's practically impossible to do it on your own which can be so discouraging for people well I think that it also frames it as like this extreme like method of losing weight and like, look at the people, some of these people can't even handle it. And then they're just going to, they're just going to die. And it's like, yeah. no, this extreme method is not the like only way to lose the weight. Like you can take smaller steps and see much better results than like doing this crazy, like boot camp that this show, they make it out like this is like the last resort when it's really like a crazy first resort that people have turned to in some ways. Like obviously yeah. people have tried dieting and stuff like that, but it's different than like going from like, I'm trying this myself to like, I'm going to go on a show where they just kick my ass for like 12 weeks. Yeah. That's what it, it feels like 
they make it it's like this is the last resort like this is the only way that you're gonna lose weight is yeah. if you're on the biggest loser but even like yeah. True. yeah and even like losing 30 pounds a week like i don't care what like thing you're on to me that just sounds impossible like they always well, lose a lot the first episode because they yeah, are losing a lot of like, water weight yeah oh uh, yeah and they're just, very big so yeah. when you're that big you can lose like if i lost 30 pounds in one week that would be insane yeah like me I'm too i'm such yeah. a skinny sorry that's i did not mean that <laughs> skinny queen. Skinny queen. Yeah, skinny queen. Skinny um, yeah. i didn't mean it like that no, i'm yeah, saying no. like if I, someone my size like lost that amount of weight in a week that'd be a concerning like how the hell did i do that but when you are that size it's much easier to lose that amount of weight basically yeah yeah um yeah that being said i did enjoy watching this because it was I very weird <laughs> it was kind it's of crazy. crazy it's insane yeah. the coaches are crazy especially the chick yeah, yeah julian michaels julian michaels is crazy. oh yeah. my god did was... you guys notice i need to go back and and try to remember what that actually said the sign that they had on the wall inside the gym and it was a julian quote did you guys see no, that what did, wait what did it say hold on i have to put i'm gonna pull it up to double check but it was a, it was something like like if you give up then it's over or something like that it was so dumb oh my god i'm gonna find it the yeah show it, is really campy it is <laughs> it's it so, is it's so like weird to watch like it's i'm uh no offense to tosh Originally, he picked season 15. I'm glad we watched season seven. I liked looking back in time more. Well, I think no, it helps I, me appreciate I just typed more. in like best episode. No, I know. And, but no, I'm glad we went with an older season for sure, especially because like this is a show where it's like probably back then it was more like, yeah. It was like it was a phenomenon. Fine. Yeah, yeah. It was I, like a th- it, whole thing. It was. Yeah. It was I, remember, I remember watching this show when I was a kid. I. This, was thinking about this i used to watch this with my family i think that's like fucked up <laughs> like i think yeah. that's like that's like a probably like not good for families to sit around watching this show that like reinforces this mentality that like there's like this really negative relationship with weight that like doesn't need to be thought of that way yeah um it was the poster oh so um it is a black it is completely black with a white text poster huge and it says i can't save you you have to save yourself julia oh michaels <laughs> huge oh hanging gosh. on the wall and it's like one of the only pieces of decor also the crazy product placement in this for britta oh yeah 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 um, it's just so wacky the show opens up let's just i wrote notes because I'm, I'm i'm enjoying writing notes for this recently uh, for our bucket list stuff. It opens up with, I'm going to paraphrase here and exaggerate a little bit, but this is not far off from what they're actually saying. It opens up with a montage of Jillian and Bob being like, America is full of fat fucks. You're all fucking yeah. fat. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. like, and like you at home right now, if you're fat, you better not be eating ice cream when you watch our fucking show. Yeah. Fuck. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like, what is happening? I mean, yeah. They don't swear like that, obviously, but that's what it feels like. It's yeah. so insane. It's like, very you're gonna aggressive. Die. You're going to die, you fat ass. And then, like, it simultaneously is like, 
trying to be like wholesome and like we're helping these people get better and then also like parading around these fat people like they are like a circus like act like they had like the opening thing and it sounded to me like when someone would be listening like who's gonna be at the freak show like and like that sounds really bad i know oh, yeah but like, they're literally the like heaviest woman we've yeah. ever yeah. had on yeah. the biggest loser and the sickest person ever like it's like what like they're like like they're making it sound like they're like an attraction or something you know what i mean yeah 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 completely. like they were like the youngest fat kid oh, yeah. pretty much my fucking like, god Garrett. no way guess who sang the season one theme song for biggest loser uh kelly clarkson jo- jojo siwa rupaul no <laughs> what <laughs> What? It's called looking good, feeling gorgeous. <laughs> what year? Hello? Wait, 2004? Just for the first season. And then oh. Heather Small sang Proud. And then guess who was the theme song for seasons 12 and 13? Who? Train. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which is such a stupid pun to put as your theme song. <laughs> oh, Anyways, Paul. Oh my God, I love it. Oh, the the oh my God, the music video for this RuPaul song is atrocious. It starts with <laughs> I am. I would say I'm like eighty five percent sure that this is RuPaul in like a um Medea style outfit like oh my god prosthetic nose like fat suit mm-hmm. talking so crazy surrounded by garbage and holding a KFC bucket saying all of these crazy things and then I guess she has liposuction and cosmetic surgery and then she becomes hot rupaul <laughs> oh my oh god my god that's that is, this well, is fits the vibe of the show apparently <laughs> um okay but actually the song fucking slaps <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't remember okay so they they do the, like the intro thing and there's like a little promotional sequence of like what's gonna like of all the people like training this season and like lifting weights and shit and it has like this like fake like kelly clarkson-esque backtrack to it and i was like this is the most 2007 thing i have ever seen is biggest loser contestants working out to fake kelly clarkson music because yeah, it's, it's, so yeah. it's so funny it's so it um, is so being privy to like at this point i've watched a lot of reality tv the the way I was so rapidly able to pick up on the fact that they were trying to edit this, specifically the first scene of this show where all of these people show up and they're like, work out by yourselves. And then they I... just laugh at these people and edit the music I... like like the, yeah. the music that they use in Survivor to like show the, that people the are dodo music. The dodo music. Yeah. Well, then someone yeah. passes out. I, and then he passes out i'm sorry but like i was laughing so hard at this scene it wasn't the parts that they were laughing at 
I was laughing at people using the equipment incorrectly. Like the guys that were just like pulling tension bands and literally just doing nothing took me the fuck out. They were <laughs> the women <laughs> hitting the punching bag at the same time. That took me out. I was like, why are you tackling it at the same time? That's not what you're supposed to do. This, I like the show is like looking, it's one of those things we're really looking back on it. Like, do you think it aged worse than Dog the Bounty Hunter? Mm, no. No. And I definitely I, did not age worse than America's Next Top Model either. That one has it, worse problems on the show. I don't think because the part that about Biggest Loser that I find most problematic is not like is just like how the show is built and not mm-hmm. which was an issue from the beginning and not like yeah. how the show like is it just doesn't work now. It, like there was a study done on not this season but season eight which does include one of the contestants from this season because it's second chances um and they did like a like a longitudinal study on them over like the course of like eight years or something like that and almost all of them had gained the weight back and their metabolisms yeah. weren't hadn't shifted so they lost all that weight so quickly and so extremely that their body's metabolism hadn't adjusted to their new size so they were still like very slow like they were still gaining the weight back because they weren't absorbing the calories the right way it's just hard to fight that like problem that being said i have to say something that's very sad that i found out when i was looking up stuff about this episode because there's a guy named dan who is 19 he's the heaviest person they've had on the show up to this point the young guy and he said he talks about how he he wants to live to a ripe age of 65 he doesn't want to die at 30 Spoiler alert, sad spoiler alert, he died at 30. Uh-huh. Um, Did he really? Not Seemingly not from weight. He had leukemia. But that is oh, really so, sad yeah. to me. That is really <laughs> that's sad. Really, like, that's after watching that had to have that, been recent. Yeah, like after watching him say that literally on the show, and then I look him up, I'm. it was really sad. That is really sad, yeah. But he does lose a lot of weight also. Like looking at him... He, he really pushes himself. Yeah. Good um, for him. One thing we didn't talk about. They filmed this at a place they call The Ranch. That's oh, yeah. the shadiest shit I've ever it's heard. It's so shady. The like, building I, as, a kid, yeah. as a kid, the I never out, yeah. ever picked up on like ranch dressing, but I cannot help but think that it's called The Ranch because of that. Oh, it is a show I about totally weight loss. Did not think that that is why. I thought... I do not think that that is why it was called the ranch. I don't think so either. I, I oh, why you think? Because they're like, I no, I think it's just because it's like a. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just because it's like a compound. I don't know. Just the fact that it's called the ranch is. I don't think it's on purpose. It's just kind of a weird, ironic. I don't think it's me, ranch I dressing. Guess. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. on no, I don't think it's on purpose. But it makes me think of that. Like oh, they're yeah. literally all. Because we one thing we didn't see in this episode was like the temptation challenges, which is when they just wave really good food in front of them oh and see God. if they'll eat it. Like dead serious that's, that happens. Like really, that's a real thing. Yeah, that yeah, I believe, I believe it. I completely believe it. Which is probably, in my opinion, like one of the most problematic parts is when they're like, "Yeah, hey, you want? Do you some want a sugar? piece of cake? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the promo image for the 2020 season is." 
a woman it's like a woman running and like reaching her hand out and in front of her there are all these hands holding like money and alcohol and like candy and burger oh my god do you think peloton sponsored the new season <laughs> probably oh my god um, peloton <laughs> i couldn't handle the amount of times that they replayed the clip of that man fainting <laughs> played like three it times within like 30 seconds yeah and then, and then they did this like really like shaky cam effect and they put in like a heartbeat sound effect i was like this is too much this is too so much dramatic <laughs> really- that is when the show becomes camp yeah <laughs> yeah or unhinged um, that early reality tv show editing is so unhinged what about kathy and her daughter they were the purple team did you see their haircuts I oh my god screamed. it is so of the time <laughs> i screamed yes i screamed so <laughs> for the audience if you didn't watch they have the most like karen kind of like chunky haircut with like ugly chunky blonde highlights on like it's brunette atrocious. hair it is so bad it is so bad oh my god and it, I, it made me laugh so hard because we saw the mom and then it cuts to like later her daughter having the same haircut. I was like, no. It was giving um uh Violet and her mom from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> yes. And like she had a very Karen quote also, I felt like, where Jerry faints and they cut to Kathy the mom in like her confessional, and she goes. This just showed that we're all sick and we all need help. I was like, did you just like all lives matter? This man fainting. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? It was really it was, weird. <laughs> it, yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Did you guys notice when he was passing out, the medic was like talking to him as he was passing out. And as he was falling and passing out, the medic was going, stand up, stand up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, he's fainting. He's um, not going to stand up. And he was like, am I on the ground? You didn't even know. So then the, uh, the trainers, Bob and Jillian, who we haven't talked about a ton, they they get to pick their teams. These two are crazy. They will scream at people um, and then be like, see, I love you. You did it. But then at the same time, they'll be like, go, don't give up. You are not a loser. And it's like a lot. It's like a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. They pick their teams, and then they do the weigh-in, and the weigh-in is to me like such an iconic Biggest Loser like moment. Yeah, like the sound effect of like the scale going beep 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 beep, and then it finally settles on a number. Like the drama of it like going up and down and up and down, and you're like, which number is it gonna be? And then it goes bloop, and it registers, and then they all either clap or they all get really silent when it's like, cause no one, it's the first week. Everyone always loses weight the first week. It's when you get to the later ones and someone like gains a pound or like loses zero and it's just dead silent in the room. It's like cricket, cricket. It's a lot. Um, They like publicly shame these people also. Yeah. Like they yeah. just like put these people up in front of a bunch of people. And then they're like, you're very fat. How do you feel being the fast person we've ever had on the show? I can't imagine like signing on to the show because it's like you you want to do like you want to do this thing to for like a better lifestyle, but then you just get like shit on because of it. I 
Yeah. For every person who's watching this inspirationally, I feel like there is a person watching this to make fun of fat people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and the show knows that and like purposely gives into that. And that's the part that I think is shitty. Like, I like the like kind of aspirational aspects of the show. Yeah. It's the like lampooning of fat people as like non people that's like really frustrating to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Bob Harper, the trainer opposite yeah. Jillian Michaels, is the host of the, he becomes the host of the 2020. Yeah, because uh, what's her name? Allison Sweeney now works for Hallmark and does Hallmark movies. <laughs> what is- does she? Yeah, she's also like a Days of Our Lives soap opera person. She the blonde? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the host, the blonde okay. host. She, that makes sense. She like seems like that's a good pipeline. That pipeline Literally, I've seen her like in a good 15, 20 Hallmark movies since 2013. And she has three. She has a whole trilogy coming out this year. The Wedding Veil, <laughs> The Wedding Veil Unveiled, The Wedding Veil Legacy. <laughs> Wedding veil unveiled. unveiled. <laughs> People at Hallmark need to like. And my mom will watch all of it. Yeah, your mom watches a lot of. Oh Hallmark well, she also. She oh my god, she was in a series called Murder She Baked. <laughs> People need to shut up. The titles People just need like, to shut the fuck up. The titles are like Murder She Baked, a chocolate chip cookie murder a plum pudding mystery murder, <laughs> a peach cobbler mystery, a deadly recipe, and my personal favorite, just desserts. There was five of them? <laughs> yeah. Jesus that has Christ. the uh, same energy as like American Girl doll movies. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, the only other thing I think we haven't talked about is the voting, which I totally forgot that they <gasps> vote each other out on. This I that forgot ins- about this. I cannot it, believe it. I it doesn't happen that. like this. It's more like Big Brother, Taj. So like, if you're below the yellow line, it's usually like two or three people, and then you vote between the two people who has to go home. They make the people vote each other out. Like, what another twist. And the campiest part of it all is they come into this voting room with like food cloches and they like lift up the cloche to reveal their vote. And behind them are these huge lockers of fake food with their color on it that when they get eliminated blacks out. Like it's so campy. It's so ridiculous. This show just tried to be everything. <laughs> it's like Survivor. We're Amazing Race. We are literally every show we can think of. Yeah. Oh, I can it's believe so it. so unbelievable. Really a product of the time. Well, considering it's still on, is, is it really a product of the time? Yeah. It's... Or are we still in the time? <laughs> I think um, we're still in the time. Let's rate it out of um, how many... Cloches. How many cloches? Oh, this is hard. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this like a. I gotta do like four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, just for yeah. like, it didn't make. I didn't feel good watching the show. No. I'm gonna give it a five. That's fair. Yeah. A five. Five. I think I'm. 
gonna give it a five because it is entertaining but it is so problematic yeah. yeah okay that is 14.5 out of 30 ranking us around i wish i could i organized all of this better we're between um here comes honey boo boo and oh we're just above flipping out which we have a 14 out of 30 and just above 60 days in which we gave a 13.5 out of 30 and we're below like shows in the 60 days in yeah yeah, yeah. Right below shows from My Cat from Hell, Freak Show, Long Island Medium. Okay. What show did you pick for next week, Elsa? Okay. I saw a ton of ads for this show when it first came out as a Discovery Plus show. And I've heard a lot of very mixed reviews about it, but I'm so interested in it. Um, where did I put the note that says what it's called? It is called pig royalty okay and it is about um like competing families who professionally show pigs at like state fairs <laughs> interesting okay that'd be fun people watch the ads that i remember seeing for it when this show first came out uh like early last year looks crazy and dramatic but the second season is currently airing right now okay i'm excited i haven't heard anything i've never heard of this so i'm excited to see what it is check it yeah. out so um yeah, i have so already picked my show for next week also oh really yeah well because i thought i was picking this week so i'll i'll pick next week though i have it i'm really excited i'm just te- i'm just teasing all right this, it's a yeah. comeback next week to find out bro I'll okay. give my my hint will be very vague, but it will be it is a a classic reality show that is a pop culture reference that we have missed. Oh, which there's a lot of those. There's a lot of those that we've missed. But like it's we not... haven't we haven't covered it yet. But I think it's a very important in like the reality TV scope. There's a lot is of those that we haven't watched yet. Extreme Makeover Home Edition. I'm not telling you, but no. All right, something to look forward to. We you have to find out next week. We're watching to. Pig Royalty first. Pig Royalty, Pig Royalty, Survivor, Drag Race, just the usual suspects. But maybe okay. we'll watch an episode of Old Enough. I really yeah. think it'll take about five minutes to talk about. Okay, probably. But that's all we got for you. You just got real. Bye. 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 And we'll get real with you. That was what? I found it. Okay, don't play it. I'm not. I'm putting it in the chat. Um, <laughs> Please play it. It's 30 seconds. No, we're, it, we're doing a Please podcast right now. Put it in the podcast. We talked about it, and I need you just to hear this We can't song. do it's, this random man's. We can. We can. No, we can't. We can't do Mike Gallagher like that. Oh my it's, write this like, down so I can freaking like, edit it out please yeah. watch it please watch it since we're editing it out anyways okay if we're off air we'll watch it mine's still loading
my god. <laughs> Bro. What the fuck is this? They play this before every movie. Every freaking movie. <laughs> what no the hell way. is this? <laughs> Don't be a weekendparents.com. <laughs> No way! With him, the guy, the girl grabbing the phone. The phone. I like the family that spins in the park. <laughs> the the woman holding the rolling pin right at the beginning. Oh, thank you. <laughs>